0: Dear brothers and sisters, today um, we include in this uh, celebration three feasts. First uh, is the last day of the octave of Easter, and so it's still part of the long day of Easter that started last uh, Saturday in the Easter vigil. Then today is called also the Sunday in Albis, in accordance with an old tradition. Where albis is the alb, is the white vestment, the white robe that uh, the new Christians, the ones who are baptized during Easter vigil, wear right after baptism as an explanatory sign uh, that shows that in baptisms they be freed from original sin. So with the white vestment they show the immaculate state in which they are. And uh, for the tradition, that was the day in which this vest was um, wore for eight days and left aside today. And then uh, today is also the Sunday of Divine Mercy, instituted by Saint John Paul II, in order to spread the message that was uh, handed by Christ uh, to Saint Faustina Kowalska uh, about the, about His Divine Mercy. And um, maybe among the uh, wide legacy of John Paul II, this is uh, a call for God, may have been the most relevant because uh, uh, God granted St. John Paul II to die uh, in 2005 when the Vespers of the First Divine Mercy were recited. So, in this uh, vigil. With this in mind, let's see how all this is incorporated. Uh, in uh, the feast today. The gospel we read highlights the paschal meaning, the first meaning I mentioned, but also the meaning of the mercy. The passage talks about the appearance of Christ's risen on the first day of the week. It was Sunday for the Jewish, for the Jewish people. Since Thomas does not believe, he appears again seven days later on the first day of the week. This detail of the first day of the week is important because we see that from the beginning, uh, the Christian community started to gather and celebrate Mass on what would be for us if we were in the Jewish tradition on Monday. Sabbath was the feast day, was the day of relationship with God where everything had to be left aside and was a a pretty unbreakable uh, tradition. You could be stoned to death to break that tradition, that law, the first precept. And so the fact that the Christians who are Jewish, they go to the temple, they practice the law, but the first thing that they change is the Sabbath is moved to their Sunday, the first day of the week, the day of work, is because only one true event could have happened, Christ's reason. Only a real event could have brought to change such an unchangeable cultural and precept uh, tradition. So this brings us again to this reality. Christianity is not strictly a religion is not a mere religion is not an attempt a human attempt to reach god is god who made himself man and proved this not just with miracles but rising from the dead. then in this episode there is another element the second the connection with the with the sin. when christ goes to his disciples and says to them, peace be with you, is not just a wish, is an assertion. He tells them, go and forgive the sin. He gives them that power. True peace is possible because we are not at the mercy of our sin. We are not nailed to the sin that we commit. If we ask for forgiveness, we can be truly forgiven this is the true peace that no one can grant but god but then there is another also possibility not just to fall and to be forgiven but to embrace a new life in which sin does not determine us does not dictate us when we believe, when we obedience to him as he would to God, the maker of heaven and earth, we experience that we can live the life that he lives. What Christ lived is possible for us. When John writes in, the second, uh, in his letter, the second reading we read, he says his commandments are not burdensome. How come a commandment is not burdensome? Because his commandments present the new life that is in store for us. More than the life that Adam and Eve lived before the sin. More, the life that Christ did, the way he talked, the way he loved, the way he lived is possible for us. So the new life is truly depleted of any darkness, of any death. Do we live this in our families, between spouses, between parents and children, between siblings, in our community? Is the way of the world the way of the flesh, anger, envy, lust, possession, power, dictating us, or can we, can we live the the life that we (coughs) dream, the life of Christ, the life of true peace? If we don't, we just have to do two things repent, be forgiven, and live accordingly to Him. With His power, it is possible. We just have to ask Him. Who indeed, St. John continues, is the victor over the world, but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Ultimately, boiled down this new life is expressed in this if we believe that christ is the son of god his life is possible for us